Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, August 17th. This primary election is over, but now the real work begins. Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney lost in a landslide in her Wyoming primary last night. Now she's trying to turn that into a political victory. As was widely expected, Liz Cheney lost and lost big in her primary race against a Trump-backed challenger, Harriet Hageman, in Wyoming. As you know, Wyoming only has one member of Congress in the House, so it's an at-large district. And what was crystal clear from the results, and I mean, Cheney lost by 37 and a half percentage points, something like that. It was a resounding defeat. And what's crystal clear, I think, in sort of the takeaway from her loss is that Liz Cheney simply does not represent where the Republican Party currently is. And Wyoming, because of how Republican the state is, I mean, three quarters of Wyoming voters are registered Republicans. It's sort of a perfect laboratory of the base of the Republican Party. And the fact that two years ago, she got 73 percent of the vote in this primary and yesterday she couldn't crack 30 percent tells you everything you need to know that Liz Cheney, due to her position in the aftermath of January 6th of trying to take on Donald Trump, eradicate him from the Republican Party, losing her leadership position in Congress to do so, serving as the vice chair of the January 6th committee, due to all of those decisions she made. She put herself at odds with the very people she represents, and that cost her her congressional seat. But she clearly thinks that is totally worth it because she's in a different fight. She's in a fight, she believes, to save the democracy in America as we know it, to fortify the republic as envisioned by its founders. Here's a snippet of what she said last night in her concession speech. If we do not condemn the conspiracies and the lies, If we do not hold those responsible to account, we will be excusing this conduct and it will become a feature of all elections. America will never be the same. Cheney made clear she understood what it was going to take to win this contest and she wasn't willing to go there. Two years ago, I won this primary with 73 percent of the vote. I could easily have done the same again. The path was clear, but it would have required that I go along with President Trump's lie about the 2020 election. That was a path I could not and would not take. No House seat, no office in this land is more important than the principles that we are all sworn to protect. Cheney basically called on the American people to join her in this fight. She said no American citizen can be a bystander to this moment. And so today, she launched this leadership pack. She calls it the Great Task, a nod to Abraham Lincoln's words that she invoked in her speech last night. And as the sort of father of the Republican Party, the modern-day Republican Party, she was leaning heavily on Lincoln metaphors because he obviously was also the president that saved the union. And now she has a campaign war chest raise a ton of money and look to give that money to candidates who subscribe to her viewpoint, as well as no doubt spend that money to try and achieve what she says is her overall professional political goal, which is keeping Donald Trump out of the Oval Office. 
whether or not this is a precursor to a potential 2024 presidential run? Well, she was asked about that on NBC's Today Show this morning. Not going to make any announcements here this morning, but uh, but it is something that I uh, I'm thinking about and I'll make a decision uh, in the coming months. Liz Cheney is clearly not the only Republican who is thinking about a potential run for the White House. Donald Trump's former vice president, Mike Pence, was addressing the famed politics and eggs breakfast at the Institute of Politics in New Hampshire. And Mike Pence arrived in New Hampshire today wanting to address the FBI search and seizure of documents from President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate last week. But listen carefully. I also want to remind my fellow Republicans, we can hold the attorney general accountable for the decision that he made without attacking rank and file law enforcement personnel at the FBI. The Republican Party is the party of law and order, and these attacks on the FBI must stop. He is both demanding accountability for that search and warning Republicans to not go too far with their rhetoric that potentially threatens the FBI. This gets at the very difficult task Mike Pence has here. Unlike Liz Cheney, who, should she choose to run, is going to just be a purist in the anti-Trump lane. Everything will be sort of to take Trump down. What Pence is trying to do here is align himself with Trump allies who were outraged at the Mar-a-Lago search, but not go as far as Trump and some of his conspiracy theorist friends that are trying to drum up outrage over anything here to bolster support for the former president. So he's trying to be a bridge between two factions inside this Republican Party right now. And you got to remember, this is a guy who heard his name being chanted on January 6th, hang Mike Pence from the people who were breaching the Capitol. So it is a tall order for him to try to stitch together these various factions inside the party. But what the results in Wyoming and quite frankly, throughout this entire primary season has shown is that this is still very much a party committed to Donald Trump and Trumpism and most specifically his lies about the legitimacy of the 2020 election. And that is why you hear the victor in the contest last night, Harriet Hageman, give these remarks in her victory speech. Obviously, we're all very grateful to President Trump. His clear and unwavering support from the very beginning propelled us to victory tonight. Two other quick notes about yesterday's election results. We are still waiting on both the House special election where Sarah Palin, the former governor of Alaska and former vice presidential running mate to John McCain in 2008, is trying to create a political comeback. So what we now have learned is no one in that race got a majority of the vote. And so it's going to go on to rank choice voting. Now, we still got a couple weeks for all the mail ballots in Alaska to come in, and then they will do the rank choice computation where your second choice or your third choice, until somebody attains a majority of the vote, they will go through those multiple choices on the rank choice on August 31st. So we've got a ways to learn if Sarah Palin is going to Congress or not. And on the Senate side, Lisa Murkowski, the Republican incumbent, who also is on Donald Trump's target list, mostly because she voted to convict him in the post-January 6th impeachment 
impeachment trial in the Senate. She actually, with the vote that's in so far, and again, we're waiting for a lot of mail to come in, came out on top. This was a primary where the top four candidates now advance to the general in November. Lisa Murkowski leading the pack safely in that next step of this race as she tries to get reelected. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.